And welcome in to the Rob and Kale Show. I'm Rob Sanders. I was uh, supposed to play the opener there, but I cannot find it because I moved some stuff around on my computer. But anyway, welcome into the show. Generally, our openers are pretty solid, you know, basically us yelling about something. But anyway, there was there was a lot of yelling going on this week, and we're going to jump into some stuff in a moment. But I have to bring in my podcast partner. He is the uh, the best damn Gamecock YouTuber on the planet. He is coming to you tonight from the Den of Sin in the Big L. Den of Sin. What's up, buddy? What's going on, everybody? How are you? It's Sunday evening to you. All right. So we appreciate uh, you guys uh, checking out the show. By the way, for folks that are interested, the Callaway's uh, Pick'em Challenge, I, in just a moment, am going to post the updated leaderboard. Now, I did mess up earlier this week on the form because uh, sometimes I'm not very bright. I admit that. But if your score looks a little abstract, don't worry about it. Just get with me, and we will uh, make sure that you get your correct score. Uh, I'm pretty sure I got everybody's correct. That's why it took me a little bit longer this evening. But just in case, if it looks like something's wrong, get with me. We want to make sure that your, uh, your score is correct there. And by the way, we thank Callaway's. They are, of course, a sponsor of the show. Went by there yesterday and actually saw Dennis Wilson from DNC Trucking and Transport and the Muse Brothers. So doing a little hanging out with them for a moment. But uh, they sponsor the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge. We appreciate them. Jackpot, you had a good week, man. Uh, you had what? Let's see here. Carolina Jackpot. I'm going to post the standings on robinkaleshow.com in a moment. But just for the folks that are out there, Carolina Jackpot, a good week with seven correct picks. That's solid. Uh, the leader this week was Cocky T with 10 correct picks, Jackpot. That is uh, pretty good in its own right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so, old, uh, old, Duke, old Duke shit on me a little bit. I was, uh, that one was rough. What else did I got? I think North Carolina, I think that one kind of screwed most folks. Um, but then I look at it and I thought, God, you know what? Should have known better because Notre Dame offense has really been struggling this year. They have to have a get right game somewhere. And what better team to have it against than UNC? So looking at it from that perspective, I might like, down. What a dumb pig. Well, we all look dumb at some points. Uh, currently leading the way is Sir Uga with 34 points. Uh, right up there in the mix, some uh, some of the show's friends, including the Biscuit, right up there up to, uh, near the top with 31. Let's see here. Some of our other friends. The Comrade had a good week. He, I think he got like 8 out of 11, correct? Cue this bitch up. She did good this week. I can't remember what exactly she had. Big Barney Ross is right there in the mix. Uh, I mean, he's, uh, you know, holding his own. So uh, appreciate you guys uh, doing the uh, Pick'em Challenge. I'm posting it right now as we go on the air, the updated standings, so you can see where you are. Jackpot, let's, uh, of course, we thank Callaway's and DNC Trucking and Transport. Jackpot, tell us a story, courtesy of DNC Trucking and Transport, with Dennis Wilson. Um, it sucks to be a Gamecock. Um, uh, it sucks to be a Gamecock. Uh, dang it. Hold on. Sucks to be a Gamecock. Uh, 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 November. Uh, Clemson won yesterday. 
and still undefeated, and our fans are mad about it. Uh, November is coming, uh, and we stand, don't stand a chance. Uh, sucks to be a Gamecock. Go Tigers. <laughs> there you go. From DNC Trucking and Transport, we appreciate uh, Jackpot. Yeah, lots of pissed-off South Carolina fans after that Wake Forest game yesterday because, um, yeah, they Wake Forest – Man, they about laid the wood to Clemson up there. They they uh, picked on that secondary a good bit there, Jackpot. And it seemed like every other play was a damn pass interference call. And I'm not blaming the refs for that. The, the receivers just played like shit. I mean, excuse me, the defensive backs just played like shit yesterday. For, yeah. uh, for number 20 should have been left and damn should have been left there with all those damn penalties. Uh, yeah, uh, Wiggins, that guy's trash. Yeah. Uh, I mean, well yeah. – Sorry, I can't say that about players because I well I I, I bitched out the Spurs up show dude for he's not he played like trash yesterday, uh, not very good that pride guy uh, wasn't too good either but I mean they're young they're they young. are and you know it was I think the thing too is that there's still a section of people that say it's Wake Forest yes Wake Forest is a good team. <laughs> For those that think that Wake Forest isn't very good, then you don't know much about the game of Hut Hut. They are a very good team. Yeah. Well, on the offensive side of the ball, I mean, Sam Hartman's got to be 35, right, Jackpot? At least. <laughs> I mean, he, he it seems like he's just been there forever. And yeah, and Wake Forest came out there, they had a plan, and it worked. And they picked on that secondary for Clemson. Clemson didn't have all their starters. I don't make excuses, but hey, they Wake Forest came out there and they they played really well. DJ Uyunglele did a good job yesterday for the first time, and I mean, it looked like he was just an elite quarterback yesterday, even though he seemed to hold on to the ball too long. But in the end, just a solid win for Clemson, as uh, they will now be the host for game day this week. When NC State comes to town, you got any more thoughts on that game before we move on, Jackpot? Uh, no, not really. Uh, did you see that the the very end of it uh, with the, uh, the the Brian Brzee dad when he was running down the the, the, the steps in the the stadium there? Uh, someone from Wake Forest had tweeted out something that this guy was telling uh, telling our fans to get the fuck out after. Uh, the touchdown pass. I don't know if I believe that or not. Um, no. I did see them pan over to him, but I don't. Yeah. I don't know. There, there's a lot of like, for some reason, and I don't know, maybe it's just me jackpot, but I've noticed this with just a lot of people lately. It's like, we got a lot of pissed off people walking around. I was watching your live stream for a little bit yesterday. And literally it, there were so many people there that were just saying just some horrible shit to you. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? I, I mean, I, I don't like, holy shit. And I, you know, Jackpot can defend himself, but there were people just saying just some awful, awful shit. And I don't know if that's just something that's going on in society right now, or if everybody's just pissed off or people have daddy issues or whatever. Yeah. My God, with some of this stuff, man. Just like that goober over on the uh, on the uh, Robin Kell Facebook page, uh, making fun of you for losing your job. Oh, that's fucking hilarious! 
Yeah, well, you want to know the sad thing is that I have another job. Yeah, I know, right? What a fucking idiot. Anyway, but that's fine. It's just insane. That's the same guy who calls you grocery store kale. Like, yeah, like I haven't worked in a grocery store in four years. Yeah, yeah. it's just insane. <clears throat> yeah, one big upstate. Uh, one big uh. uh one big thing was the uh, upset was uh, Kansas State going in and Martinez, uh, who said it? Uh, yeah, Caden. Martinez looked like a big star last night and just ran all over Oklahoma. Yeah, he did. Um, it looked like a superstar last night in that offense. So, I mean, and just single hand. And, and Deuce Vaughn has been the one that's uh, – that's trashing people for uh, Kansas State, and it was him that did the damage last night. So they uh, figured out some wrinkles there against uh, Coach Venables and his defense, and he takes his first loss. Yeah. Oklahoma has a tough time with Kansas State for some reason. Doesn't matter who the doesn't matter who the coach is. Hackalack says uh, Clemson got a horseshoe up their ass. Okay. Uh, I mean, hey, Seth says uh, Hendon Hooker looks like a Heisman contender. Oh, really quick, before we take calls, Jackpot, because I know there's some folks that want to get on here tonight. Uh, the big thing, South Carolina gets the win over Charlotte. Yep. Let me ask you, because I couldn't, I couldn't, uh, I didn't watch the middle part of your stream there. Charlotte was kind of hanging with you guys there in the first and second quarter. I mean, I didn't think you guys were going to lose, but it just seemed like they hung around longer than you kind of wanted them to. They did. And um, I commented on that this afternoon on my video of big winners and big losers. I would have much rather seen that game go in reverse. Um, too many slow starts. Every game has been uh, a slow start. So, um, yeah. Well, look, and you know, I mentioned it's over here. It was a huge win. It wasn't a huge win. They they went out there. They covered the spread. They did what they were supposed to do. They dominated an inferior team. No one said that it's a huge win. Uh, I'm not sitting here uh, hanging the hat of the season on it. So, yeah. This, well, look, there, there's one thing that there's one thing that I talked about on the uh, on the post game show on WVOC in Columbia, which if you guys uh, get an opportunity, check that out after the uh, after each Gamecock game. I'm in there with uh, Tim Frisbee, the former Gamecock, and Justin Hall. Uh, there are and two players that – Yeah. There are two players that um, are on a milk carton on the wide receiver core for yep. South Carolina, and it's Josh Van and to carry on Joyner. And I wonder, Jackpot, if Shane Beamer's looking at those guys and saying, you know what, that's from the last regime, I'd rather play these youngins, Juice Wells, guys that he recruited, instead of those two. Because, I mean, other than that, I mean, what what in the hell is going on in practice that Josh Van and to carry on Joiner can't get passes thrown their way? I I don't know. I don't know, but um, do you think that Van didn't get any touches because? Um of his uh, podcast comments. That may be true. Uh, you're absolutely right about that. That's he's got his own podcast and basically called the coaching staff out. And maybe that, that kind of hindered him a little bit. 
Uh, Bill online. Yeah, but he did. I mean, he did take a punt back for a touchdown, but it was called back. Um, Seemed like there was a flag on every play there for a while in that game as well. We read this comment from Bill, and then we'll open up the phones. Uh, Bill says he agrees on the hate rob in the military, and we train for riots. I recall an instructor telling us the danger with a mob is anonymity. People that think they won't be recognized. Individuality lose all inhibitions. The same applies to the Internet. People say and stuff they wouldn't dare say to your face and or in person. A sad state of affairs. Yeah, you're probably right about that. Uh, Izzo, my buddy up there, says Josh cannot get open at all. So overrated coming out of high school. Well, I mean, he put up big numbers, though. It wasn't like he was the shits. He, he had... He was South Carolina's leading receiver last year. Uh, yeah, I mean, now he can't like, get. I mean, now I mean he can't get any separation from Charlotte's secondary. Any sense? Yeah, I, I I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Uh, Jack Potts, you got anything else you want to say before I open up the phone lines? Because I know they're going to be busy. Mm, no. All right. Well, let me get the phone lines fired up here. And, of course, you guys are always welcome to call the show. The phone lines are now open, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. I'm going to put the number down here on the bottom so it's like Sesame Street. Follow the bouncing ball. Yeah, someone says Mizzou. <coughs> Something earlier saying Jeff Collins got fired. I mean, what the hell happened yep. there? I mean, duh. Yeah, Jeff they fired him gone. today. Yeah. Yeah, I think I text Jackpot back immediately that Waffle House uh, is upset because we won't have the cup there. All right, let's go out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Hello, go. Evening, Tater. I'm here to eat. I'm I'm here to eat some crow. What you, you got, got? A crow for me? We can boil it up. Let's do it. <laughs> what are you talking about, bud? That's the White Forest man. White Forest. Oh, yeah, that's right. Hey, look, uh, I got much respect for the folks from Wake Forest. You guys put a, a hell of a game there. And to be honest, I thought Clemson was fucked. I really did. And it was silly. I mean, it was silly how shitty the defense looked. But, hey, I appreciate you calling in when your team loses. You may be one of the few Wake Forest fans we've got. So that's uh, that's impressive in its own right. But looking at the rest of your schedule, you guys could go eleven and one. You really could. I think we we may. And see, here's the thing. This is why I know you'll you'll look at it from a very different perspective. But if somehow state beat, well, if state wins this right. Saturday, then all right. bets are off. Fuck Clemson. Fuck the Patriots. Because <laughs> then, all right, you just fuck up one more time. We're going to the conference championship. That being yep. said. If you get through state, then yeah, like I want Wake to go eleven and one, and I want the Taters to be the number one or number two seed. <laughs> hey, there's nothing wrong with that, man. <clears throat> but much respect to, and, and I love, I love Coach Clawson. I thought that he should have been South Carolina's first call, but uh, apparently he's. I don't know. Maybe he just interviews horribly because. I mean, and it's no disrespect to Wake Forest, but he could probably make a hell of a lot more money somewhere else uh, with the ability that he's got because he is a hell of a coach. Hell of I mean, a coach. maybe I think he's making like $3.6 at Wake, but he's a very, like, if you look at his history, 
he goes to very like small, more academically focused schools and he tends to like turn programs around. I think if he leaves Wake, I think it's going to be for Notre Dame. Yeah. I think he's going to be very content being a, a, a perennial top 25. If you beat Clemson competing for ACC championship, like I think he's very fine with that. Like, I don't think he needs to go to Auburn or fucking Nebraska or anything like that. I don't think he's very interested in that. Well, I mean, he, he can be at Wake Forest and, and be the big guy there. Uh, and you know that you guys will love him forever. I mean, and he's a hell of a coach, but I appreciate you calling and eating your crow a little bit uh, after the loss, and good luck to the Deeks the rest of the season, man. I appreciate it. Can I say one thing, though? Sure, what you got? Yes. If the Taters didn't uh, like just openly tackle wide receivers when they knew they were going to score touchdowns, <laughs> Wake Forest would have won that game, and we all know it. We need a Tater rule. I've, I've just, like, personally, I'm – we, we can maybe negotiate on the name, but it will be the tater rule. And we need to institute what the NFL does. Spot of the foul. I did yeah. the math. Taters netted like 140 yards. <laughs> so we, we see you, taters. We'll, we see you. <laughs> Good point, man. All right. Well, yeah. thanks for coming the show. A uh, lot of that yesterday, Jackpot. A lot of that. To be fair, South Carolina is an academically focused institution. Uh, the students might not be, but I take offense there. Yeah. All right. Let's go back out to the phones. Good evening. Welcome to the program. Hey, Wyatt. Oh, yeah. Hey, Wyatt. Kelly Dubber. It's me, Justin. How y'all doing? Hey, good. buddy. How are you? are good. Hey, guys. I have I have about to win yesterday, but the thing about showing this, this show got away with a lot of calls. You know that? Yeah, that was a crazy game yesterday, man. Lots of calls going all over the place, right, Jackpot? Yeah, it was. It absolutely was. Hey, your Panthers yeah, won today, about, man. That's that's good, right? Oh, yeah, I have about the Panthers, too. I was kind of frustrated with them two weeks, you know, but glad they bought the street. I feel good now. All right. Well, hey, that's that's awesome, man. As always, we appreciate you calling the show, buddy. Hey, can I say before I go? Yeah. Yeah, um, I feel bad for Jack Collins because, look, I know things that work out George said, but he's going to be okay. Well, we'll see. I mean, he's, you know, yeah. it's not like he forgot to coach when he got to Georgia Tech. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's the, it's, <laughs> I, who knows? We'll find out. He did, did look mm -hmm. stupid oh, yeah. for a while. All right, Justin, oh, yeah. you have a good and, week, buddy. Yeah. We'll see you later. You too. All right. All right. Bye -bye. Bye -bye. All right. Uh, yeah, Jeff Collins. You think he's going to land on his feet, jackpot, or what? Um, maybe it's the coordinator, or I don't know. What was he before? Wasn't he at Temple? I don't remember. Yeah, yeah he was. I don't know. I don't know the history on uh Nicholas Palace's at Waffle House. <laughs> God damn I don't it. know. Maybe he'll get a. I don't know. Maybe he'll get a job with Al Golden somewhere. Rock says he may be the next OC at South Carolina. Ah, interesting. Interesting. What? That's what he's. I'm just. It's just what Brock put out there. I don't know. That's right. I did have it right. There you go. Business. I'd rather have. I'd rather have Eli Drinkowitz. You know that wouldn't be that comp that far off. No. All right. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. If you'd like to join the program. 
Uh, you know, Georgia kind of, course, of I, mean, I don't know. I mean, I don't know that I don't know that Shane Beamer will outlast Eli Drinkwitz, though. I mean, according to the uh Tennessee and Georgia man, I mean, he's he's one one loss away from getting fired. <laughs> Jackpot, I did not know that your recliner had a YouTube login and they can't wait until you get back to the house. Jackpot's recliner follows the program. It does. Yesterday, he said he told me that uh, he loved the way that that, that my butter. Uh, I dropped some butter on him last week and cleaned it off with my tongue, and um, he really liked that. What the fuck? What the... So, so you you dropped butter on your recliner, you licked it off, and then. Uh, I, it may have been in a drunken stupor because that's what he said. Holy shit. Jackpot, we learn something new about you every week. We've learned just this football season that as a youngster, you had a jack shed where you went and smoked pancake cigarettes. Syrup. I'm sorry, it was pancake syrup. And watched, well, that, that could have also included that could have also included butter. Uh Let's see here. What else did we learn? That there was a porno that you watched called uh, that that basically some woman got a banana shoved up her butt and a guy ate it. Banana and the tailpipe. A, banana in the tailpipe. We've learned that about you. And now we've learned that you licked syrup off of your recliner. And now your recliner loved it so much it made its own YouTube to come on the show and tell you about it. Yeah. The thing I like the most is the avatar that looks exactly like my recliner. Well, I mean, it is your recliner. Right. He, just, he just took a selfie of himself. I mean, come on. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so the big Tennessee matchup yesterday is they uh, played Florida, and they win over the Gators, break that long losing streak to them. Man, it, they were up 17 in the fourth, though, jackpot, and Florida managed to get to a point where they had a shot there at the end. Were you uh, shocked any about that game? No, I mean it went it went the way that I thought it was going to go. Uh, they muddied it up uh, and did a good job of it. Uh, did a good job of it for a while. They just, I mean, just defensively, they just couldn't come up with big stops when they needed to. They let Tennessee get down the field too quickly. I mean, if you if you look, but Florida had the ball like ten minutes longer than Tennessee did. They dom- I mean, they didn't dominate them statistically, but they had the statistical advantage. Uh, if you looked at that box score after the game and did not even look at the score, you thought that Florida won. They had more passing yards, they had more total offense, and they had the ball for longer. They were better on uh, fourth downs and third downs, too, I believe. It's mind-blown. Mind-blown. Anthony Richardson, really, I mean, he played a good game yesterday, but um, I think the – I think that in Florida in-game coaching and coaching decisions cost them a little bit there, too. Let's go out to the phones. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, good evening. How are you guys doing tonight? Yeah, what's up? Good. Well, well I was uh, just calling in on this Florida-Tennessee. Um, my personal thoughts is, uh, you know, they were basically playing for uh, the third and fourth spots in the southeast uh Southeast Conference East. Uh, what, what are your thoughts? Um, I mean, Florida's already lost to Kentucky and Tennessee, 
So, I mean, they've still got to play Georgia. They've still got to play LSU. I mean, Florida, Florida could have, I mean, they could finish with two conference wins. I mean, it's not that far off if you think about it. Yep. Correct. Correct. I don't even think Tennessee, uh, especially on the defense, I, I, I want after watching that game is going to be doing much uh, either. Um, yeah, offensively, yeah, they got it. But when it comes to like playing Georgia or Kentucky, I think they're going to fall short. Yeah, well, we'll we'll see on that. I mean, the the cool part is is that it's going to be put up or shut up time here for Tennessee shortly. You know, we goof on them here, but. Their next bit of their schedule, they play at LSU this week. Make sure I give it to you exactly right. I know they play at LSU, and then uh, I think after that, they have – make sure that I'm right here. Nobody, Alabama. Yeah, Al- Alabama, Alabama, Alabama. No, they play at LSU, then they're home for Alabama, followed by UT Martin, and then they've got Kentucky, and then they've got Georgia. So, I mean, yeah. that's a brutal stretch of games. Oh, yeah. And I, and I hope just Tennessee's aren't, they're not getting inflated over this Florida win. I hope they really keep it in perspective that they're playing for that third spot in the East. Right. Well, and like, I don't know, like, they've got to play at LSU. If that's a night game at LSU, even when LSU is the shits, it is hard to win there at night. They, and, they're, not they're not winning there. Well, that's that's kind of my thought too. I think it's going to be tough for them down there, uh, yep. but you know, then the following week they got Alabama. You know, Tennessee started four and zero. They could be four and two in two weeks. Would anybody be really shocked if they lost at LSU and then at home to Alabama? No, no not really. Seth. Remember, I, I got. Okay. All right, caller. Appreciate it, man. Thank you. you All right, thank you guys. Have a great night. What you got, Jackpot? Go ahead. Uh, Seth Bowers says, Hinnon Hooker is an absolute savage. We all thought he broke his collarbone. Jabari Small told him in the huddle, you're special. We don't see performances like that very often. That is some next-level Byron Leftwich shit right there. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, what's up? It's Chris in Georgia. I assumed that last caller was a Kentucky fan because he kept saying Tennessee was going to be third in the East. Kentucky, we got grief because we struggled on the road against a backup quarterback at Pitt, a Power 5 sitting ACC champion. They struggled to a backup quarterback from NIU. They were tied going into half against Northern Illinois, and they're going to finish second in the East. They're going to get smoked. They might get smoked by They'll get smoked by Georgia. They'll get smoked by Ole Miss. They'll get smoked by Tennessee. And he's out here talking about finishing second in the East? Bro, no. Yeah, they get C-Rod back, but they also lost another running back yesterday. So is he going to carry the ball 50 times a game? Is they just going to beat his knees to death? Uh, look, when you struggle with a directional school from Illinois, I, I don't think that you have the capability of winning the SEC East. I, I correct me. Or coming in second when Tennessee is firing on all cylinders on offense. And I understand AR had a great game yesterday. It was a big fear. But their point was to slow him down running because he was going to be healthy after two weeks and to stop the running game. Their running back, Montreal Johnson or whatever, the one that transferred from uh, ULL, was averaging 9.7 yards a carry. We held him to like 2.9. That was their whole thing. Stop the running game 
control the clock. So because if they can run the ball, then they can eat the clock up. You don't get as many chances to score. And that's what Tennessee did was made him pass it. He went 55%. So that means 45% of the time his passes were stopping the clock. And that's exactly what they wanted to do. Yeah. Um, respectfully, though, it's it's interesting. And, and I, I don't think Kentucky's very good. But when Tennessee fans are calling about Kentucky, that says a lot because Kentucky's been a doormat forever. And now we're actually talking about them. It's like, it'd be like me talking about Syracuse. You know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, uh, so Kentucky is I, like, Kentucky's like kind of like how NC State and Wake Forest are right now. They've done well recently. They had a 10 win season a couple times. I mean, granted, their schedule is bunk. They're playing teams like NIU. Like I said last week, they've got a road game against Akron next year. That's the type of games they schedule. So, it, they get to nine regular season wins because a cross division rival is Mississippi State, arguably the worst team in the in the East or the West most years. So they can win that fifty percent of the time and get the ten wins out of what Stoops has been there. This is his tenth year. Getting ten wins twenty percent of the time out of ten years is somewhat easy, especially when Florida's been down, Tennessee's been down, South Carolina's been down, uh, Georgia was down the first half of uh, or not down. Caller, but they were caller, hold, hold on, hold on one second. Hold, give me one second. I, I appreciate your time there. I want to address Kentucky Durbin really quick here. He says, Rob, you thinking doesn't really mean diddly. You said Clemson would dominate Wake. Wake Forest would beat Kentucky by 20 fucking points. You are hot dog yeah, water Back. garbage. Stop thinking that you're Back. relevant. You're not. Back. Okay. Wake I Forest would kill your fucking team, team with an offense. Stop it. If you. If you go back and you look at Kentucky's wins over Tennessee, neither Tennessee team that uh, Mark Stoops has beat were bowl eligible. Two of the worst, one won three games, one won four games. Two of the worst uh, Tennessee teams in the history of, of their football program. And neither one of those teams had top 100 offenses. If Tennessee has a top 100 offense, I mean, Jeremy Pruitt had like the 87th ranked offense that year Kentucky had, that 10-win team, that first 10-win team, and he beat them. With like the 87th ranked offense, if you have a top 100 offense, you can beat Kentucky. You have to be dog shit bad for Kentucky to beat you on offense. And by the way, the only people who think that I'm joking about Wake Forest are the people that are not Kentucky fans. Everyone else that watches any kind of football knows that Wake Forest is better than they are. It's just the way that it is. Just I mean, you, think Wake Forest, you think Wake Forest could really shred Kentucky's secondary? I think, I think I think I mean, they would run the fuck I mean, they got, they got Octavius Oxendine. <laughs> <laughs> I've Super got Octavius name, Oxendine. All right, man. Hey, I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, Carrington Valentine. <laughs> yeah, what you got about last night? We've got a we got a bye week before we play LSU, so we can heal up some of our guys. I think that LSU game, you said if it's a night game, I think it's going to be the three thirty game because they're going to save that night game. I think CBS is going to do the double header, and I think right. they're going to save that night game for. Uh, uh, Texas A&M and Alabama because of the whole Jimbo saving crap, but that's just my final thoughts on that. But great show. Uh, look forward to talking to you guys on Wednesday. All right, man. See you later on. I appreciate it. Uh, 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. That's right. There is a bowl game or a bye week there. My fault. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hello. Hey, look. This is Dr. Hello. Ball. Hello, Dr. Vaughn. Dr. Vaughn, yeah, we whooped the fuck out of the Gators. And look, all these damn Kentucky fans want to run their mouth now. Ain't we beat y'all like 80 fucking two times this century? I mean, how many times we have to beat the fuck out of y'all to make you realize you ain't worth a fuck? Hey, how, how did you play them 82 times in a century and we're only No, in a, in a century we've beat them 82 times in like 100 years. 
If oh, you look okay. at the series, I, at the all-time series, we've got 82 wins. They got like 25. Okay. That's the all-time real. series. We absolutely own Kentucky. We are their fucking daddy. They need to get down on their knees and suck our big orange dick. Beat them like, like 30 years in a row. They're a bunch of pretenders, and they ain't got no four- and five-star recruits. They're a bunch of fucking three-stars out there that ain't goddamn going to ever make the NFL or do shit, and we're about to beat the fuck out of them in Knoxville in a few weeks, like we always do, and it's the same old goddamn song. that We're not worried about you, Kentucky. Just shut the fuck up. We're worried about Alabama and Georgia and LSU. We're not worried about you. Okay. Thank you for calling, Doctor Mall. I think I think Tennessee went. It was like from 1984 to like 2017 that uh, they beat Kentucky every year. Yeah, they did. Let's go uh, out to the phones. Welcome into the program. Good evening. What's going on, guys? This is Seth Bowers. How y'all doing tonight? Seth, how good. are you, sir? Doing good, doing good. Uh, man, what a nice win for the Vols. Wasn't that fun to watch, though? Two quarterbacks getting after it. Two guys just playing their absolute tails off. Defenses were, you know, less than special. But got to give you credit to Anthony Richardson, man. He played well. You could tell he was well prepared. You know, he came in. He'd been hearing all week about, you know, how pitiful he'd played and he was playing with his, but but Hooker and and and, and Jackpot. Listen, you can't deny that was not special. Jabari Small said that was special. It was very special. Hey hey girl, tell him say go Tennessee. Go Tennessee. <laughs> so yeah, we ain't here excited about it. All right, y'all have a good please, night. Please please don't let your daughter. She sounds like she's young. Watch this show, sir. We do not want to hinder her growth. No, no. No, I don't. Uh, I don't let her listen in to the to the language. I just threw her on speaker real quick. She's playing Play Doh. All right. Well, appreciate <laughs> it, man. Thank you very much. Thank Have you. We don't, don't want to get arrested for uh, okay, child buddy. endangerment. Yeah, we don't need any of that. Welcome to the program. Good evening. <laughs> These Tennessee fans calling in, talking shit to Kentucky. Oh my God. Uh, what did the guy say? Kentucky's got no chance because Tennessee beats them all the time. Uh, that's what Doctor Vall said, sir. So Florida's so Florida beat Tennessee yesterday, right? Yes, they did. Because they because Florida beats Tennessee all the time. That's true. So did Florida win yesterday? No, sir, they didn't. Oh, so what happened yesterday doesn't matter today. No. Gotcha. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, this is hilarious, Tennessee and Kentucky. Uh, I'm just sitting back and laughing. Tennessee probably will beat them, though, but uh, I don't know. It's just funny to me watching Tennessee swing down at Kentucky. What about the guy that said it's easy to win nine or ten games at Kentucky because of the way they schedule? Is that why Bob Stoops is the first coach to do it in 50 years? Was it not easy ten years ago? Yeah, but they're, generally their non-conference schedule, I mean, I think you would agree, is the shits. They have Louisville and then some MAC teams. Of course. Of course I agree. So why weren't they winning 10 games before Bob Stoops, Mark Stoops? That's a good, that's a good point. That's something to ponder. Uh, it's because Mark Stoops is a good coach. That's why. Yeah, how um, long do you think well, he's going to stay there uh, also, or do you think he's going to go to Auburn? I think that's where he's going to end up. I mean, weren't they losing to Florida every year for 30 years? Now they're beating Florida every year? That doesn't have anything to do with their non-con schedule, does it? No, it doesn't. Okay, so that's an extra win right there. 
But so Florida, Florida's also I agree. Their, their non-con schedule is terrible, but they used to win four games a year. So mm-hmm. Mark Stoops is what? The third or fourth best coach in the SEC? What? Yeah, we can give him fourth. That's fair. Okay, now where's Heupel? I don't I I don't think it's really fair to put Heupel into the mix because he hasn't been there long enough. I mean, Muschamp won nine games his second year, and everybody thought he was the second coming. Let's give him a little more time playing uh playing in the conference before we start talking about he's in the top five or whatever. How many uh games did Butch Jones win his second year? Uh educate me, sir. I don't remember. Seven? Nine. Have a great okay. day. Thanks, man. Oh, welcome into the program. We go back out to the phones. Mm-hmm. Welcome into the program. Good evening. Good evening. How are you doing tonight, Rob? Hello. Yeah, I was, uh, did Marshawn Lloyd come into his own this game? Is he going to do that again the next game? Have you commented on that tonight? I joined late. We have we have not commented on that. Um, I mean, they were playing statistically the worst defense in college football. So I, I I don't think a lot of it has to do with Marshawn Lloyd. I think it has to do with the offensive line. So will that offensive line play that well? Probably next week they will, but the week after, I don't know. Who we got the week after? Kentucky. Kentucky. Oh, I love that Tennessee guy going on. That was pretty good. All right, that's all I had to comment on. I was just love to see him uh, hurdle that guy and, and coming his, to his own. Hopefully he'll um, do the same and encourage the other backs with him, Juju and whoever else to do uh, likewise. And uh, we'll be yep. known as a rush All right, man. Hey, I appreciate, hey, appreciate the show, gentlemen. Y'all have a great night. Thank you. All right, buddy. Um, respond here. Kentucky Durbin says both Kale and Rob were scared shitless when Lou called. L-O-L. It's okay, fellas. Why would – can you All deduce right. what kind of sense that makes? I'm scared of what? I, I don't know what We're you're talking scared of what? Is he going to Is he gonna take a knife through the phone and, like, uh, cut our jugular veins or something? Welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, how's it going? Uncle Lou fan here. Um, I'm a big George fan, and I hope I hope Clemson makes it to the playoff again so we can, you know, we can humble – DJU again, because this talk by him being good, I don't believe it. He he played a good game yesterday. In his Clemson career, he's got three really good games. He looked better yesterday than he has since 2020. Yeah, that's a good point. That's right. But, I mean, I hope Clemson does make it to the championship. I do. I mean, I mean, I like Carolina. I'm a big Georgia fan, but I like Carolina and Clemson. But, you know, I, just, I mean, I think y'all should start – Club, I mean, he, I think he's better. I think he still is. Yeah, I believe right, he would have lost that game. That's about it. All right, thank y'all. No, uh, he would have lost. They would have lost that game yesterday if he had started. I I don't know why people think we're we're scared of Uncle Luke calling the program. What the? I mean, Luke, he's going to reach to the phone and rape you. Yeah, <laughs> with him. What the fuck are you talking about? Anyway. Uh, welcome to the program. Good evening. Hey, uh, it's Big Barney Ross. Isn't this great? Four weeks in, you get all these teams and everybody's starting to get the field laid out. Yeah. Now, I've been watching football since the early 70s, and 
Georgia winning the national championship and getting upset about it was a first for me. Tennessee wanting to be second place so bad they can't stand it. That's another first for me. You know, when I go out and do something, I, you know, I want to win the gold medal, not Tennessee. We want that silver. We're second yeah. place. Ain't nobody going to catch second place for us. I've absolutely enjoyed the thought process behind that. Do you get anything extra for second? I mean, is a kid really going to say, well, Tennessee coming second, I think I'll go there instead of South Carolina. Thanks, Big Barty Ross. Uh, Good point. Uh, 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. If you'd like to join the program here, let's go back out to the phones. And welcome into the show. In case you didn't know, you, in case you didn't know, Carolina sucks. And I would be lying if I, I thought that they would make a decent bowl game. Even though <laughs> I don't tell you all the time, <laughs> your game was absolutely sucks. I don't know shit about fuck. you didn't know. You sound like a cat in a blender. Fuck is wrong with you calling the program? That was that legitimately t- awful. Yeah, that was fucking terrible. 803-470-2905. 803-470-2905. Holy shit with all that. God. SEC dog says this is Bobby BYOG Durkins on the line. All right, let's go back out to the phones. Let's see how this comes about. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Uh, yeah, whoever just called in, it's completely retarded. Just want to throw that out there real quick. But who y'all got in the Kentucky Ole Miss game? Uh, well, we're going to go over that with our picks later on, but we shall see how that rolls out. It should be probably one of the better games of the week. Yeah, I'm thinking I'm thinking Kentucky's going to get buttfuck ball Miss. I don't know if they'll actually allow that. And I mean, it, the game is in Ole, it, it's that is it at Kentucky or at Ole Miss? It's at Ole Miss. At Ole Miss. Oh uh, well, if, if it's at Ole Miss, they may allow that down there. I mean, they just outlawed bestiality like two years ago down there. So, you know, I I I could see yeah, them having that Tennessee's down there gonna too. Blow the doors off of Kentucky too. For all these you, Kentucky fans calling in, Kentucky's right. gonna absolutely kill Kentucky. We're gonna drop fifty on them by the third quarter. We shall see on that. Um, you know, Kentucky's uh, right. Kentucky's fans are uh, really running their jaws on it. We'll see, man. Hey, thanks. Uh, 803-470-2905. Who was that? Who's he a fan of? Uh, Tennessee, I believe. Okay. Uh, Ole Miss kind of struggled yesterday with Tulsa a little bit. I mean, it was, yeah. it wasn't, they didn't exactly blow them out. And I've been looking at that, and I just – I don't know. I can't decide what I want. I mean, I want Kentucky to lose, but do I want them to lose to Ole Miss knowing we got to go there the next week? It, it kind of seems like a bad spot. I kind of I kind of want them to win. And we go into Lexington with them 5-0 and and South Carolina 3-2 and and uh, then kick their ass then. Because if they lose to Ole Miss – they're going to be all fucking fired up and shit, and, and they'll probably win. Welcome to the program. Good evening. 
Good evening, gentlemen. This is the Biscuit. Man, I'll tell you what, it is so great to be the king and watching all the jesters battle over second in place in front of us. I hope they continue to entertain us. Yeah. I'm uh, glad they've already decided that they don't have a chance. That's that's valid, too. It's, I mean, we're, we've just... It's, it's it's funny that uh, the Kentucky fans too they they were implying that uh, what were they implying earlier that Jackpot and I were scared of Uncle Lou. Uh, what else did they say? We just Kentucky fans are just on top of it. They're just slinging all kind of nonsense. Today. Yeah, what it's does that even funny. mean? By the way, that doesn't even make sense. Uncle Lou was talking <laughs> about Kentucky and Tennessee fans. You guys yeah. are fans of Clemson and South Carolina. Why were you? Why would you be afraid of him? It's like. And, but he, he did make me laugh. I mean, a bunch when he was when he was making fun of uh, Tennessee fans for saying that they can't be beaten by Kentucky. Um, I think Tennessee will probably beat Kentucky this year, just based and, on past history too. But it doesn't mean they can't be beaten. Kentucky Durbin says we're uh, we're afraid of him. He says Lou ripped this show last week. Where were you? I can't watch no, all he of didn't. it. Didn't uh, me and he and I went back and forth. No, so. Uh, I, Kentucky I Durbin, Kentucky, Kentucky Durbin acts like a guy that that's wife drinks too much bourbon and then beats him. Uh, he, yeah, and, and she probably pegs him. That, that probably happens. <laughs> she too. probably does. But she I, probably but pegs I am, him with I'm a, with a diamond studded gone. dick. I'm I, I'm glad I'm glad everyone's forgone winning the gold medal and, and fighting for the silver. I do appreciate that. I think. Who was it? Big Barney Ross when he called in was saying that it was funny too. But I mean, it, I, and he wasn't saying that. I know he's a Kentucky fan, but he, he wasn't saying that. But that was funny stuff. But congratulations on your wins, guys. I know, I know Margaret wasn't available, so South Carolina beat Charlotte, and then you beat your second favorite team this week. So congratulations to both of you, Margaret. Damn it, Margaret. Be, Margaret to, was to unavailable. Be, to, <laughs> Margaret wasn't available. No, she wasn't available. We got her ugly sister. Charlotte, so I mean, good for you. But not, but not, but not that Georgia looked good. I will fully admit. I well, I'll, to be honest with you, I was on the road back in the beach, and I was listening to the game, and my kids and my wife were sleeping in the car, and I was battling really hard not to curse. Man, I, I was, I was, I was pretty irate at that, that performance. I didn't get to see it until I got home, and yeah, Georgia, Georgia put up a bunch of yards on them, but they just like all the turnovers and the and the stupid penalties and stuff they looked awful they looked like uh like a mark Richt coach team or something yeah i, w- I admitted I-, I wasn't watching that because i was watching the clemson game but i was following the score and i was shocked um when i saw it was 12 to 3 and i'm like okay well i'll turn over in a minute it'll be 43 to here's, 3 this but, get, here's what i learned from that game there's going to be some Kent or some Kent State guys 30 years from now telling their grandkids, "I played well against Georgia. We only lost by what 17 points." That's that's all I took from that game. Georgia didn't give a shit about that game. Yeah, it was a little worse than that though. It wasn't like the Sanford game where they're up 30 to nothing and then and then in the second half they just kind of, you know, it, it was it was. <laughs> 10-point game, I think, in the fourth quarter. So, I mean, it wasn't like – yeah, they, they, they laid neck. I mean, a lot of it was the turnovers in the first half. If they hadn't – they gave points away directly. And then um, if they had scored touchdowns instead of uh, dropping passes and doing that sort of thing, the game would have been over at halftime. It probably would have had a different note on it in the second half. But it went into halftime 26-13, to 13, and I thought it was going to – okay, they're going to get their feet under them. But they, they looked all right. I mean, I mean they, looked, they looked bad. To be honest with you, they didn't look. 
They don't look good. We'll see. I, we're going to have to see. They play Missouri this week, who we all know is bad. They should go out and destroy them. If they don't, what is, I'm, I mean, I wonder what um, I wonder what Kent State's angle is. I mean, because we saw them. They went on the road to Washington, took an ass beating. Went on the road to um, Oklahoma, took an ass beating, and then took an ass beating from Georgia. They like really – trying to elevate the football program or something because uh, they need some big payouts. I think they want to be the wealthiest Mac school. Georgia, I mean, Georgia made them $1.9 million. <laughs> That's and so, I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. They, they probably have about a, about $5 million coming to them. Yeah, I, I saw their schedule too. I didn't realize until after the game started that they had played Washington and Oklahoma. Yeah, well, I mean, it, it makes sense. I mean, I mean, what, I mean, what do they stand to gain from playing Stony Brook at home? Uh, nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nah, good point. Yeah, but it's still need... too close. For, it, it cut too close to the nail, man. It's still a little bit. Yeah. There's some things that Georgia has to fix defensively. Offensively, I, I'm not concerned. I mean, uh, defensively, there were some things bro, they need to fix. I, don't, I mean, they're <laughs> – you have, a, I mean, God, you have a team that plays lights fucking out, and they just had a, just an off day. Biscuit, calm down, man. I, mean, I think you're, you're taking a little yeah, too but, much to heart. Yeah, but you know what, man? At a certain point, like, so when you're when you're in a karate class, right? And yeah. you're in a karate, and you're fighting with you know people your age. That's good. But when you when you go into a karate class with eight year olds, and you say you just had an off day, that's an off day. That's weird. Well. All right. Well, we'll, we'll if uh, if if Georgia tanks this season, we'll say that you called it first. Yeah, yeah. If, if I if I if I if I go twelve rounds with an eight year old, it's not just an off day. There's something wrong. Yeah, that, that's a good point. So Thank there's some you. things to fix. I'm not I'm not one of those that just says, "Oh, Kent Kent State." Now I hear the hear some of the Georgia fans going, "Kent State is just a good football team." You guys just won't realize. No, they're not. They're they're an average math school. Good point, man. Hey, Biscuit, thanks for calling the show. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. All right. Chris, Chris, Foster said, Chris Foster says Kentucky didn't have room on their schedule to fit another MAC team. Yeah, I mean, if they put another one on there, I mean, they're going to kick Buffalo out and uh, put Kentucky in the East. So, Yeah, why not? All right, phone lines are open, 803-470-2905. Jackpot coming to us tonight from the Big L. Let's go back out to the phones. Uh, welcome into the program. Good evening. Yeah, apparently the biscuit didn't get the memo that you're not ever allowed to criticize Mark Rick on this show. I know you you, you tend to defend him like he was your firstborn son for some reason. Well, I mean, I, I can't help that I like people that have integrity, sir. I mean, it's not like you know that's maybe integrity is not a big deal to you. It is a big deal to me. Well, the fact that you're a Clemson fan throws out that whole integrity thing. So we, we all know that's a lie. So hey, all I, I Clemson have fans have zero integrity. Is that where you're going with that too? You've been on the phone 35 seconds and you've already said two of the dumbest things that we've had on the show tonight. And we've had about 15 Tennessee fans call. So keep talking. You're going up in the your own your own wing in the Moron Hall of Fame. Well, I'm I'm shooting for five of the dumbest, so so I'm I'm not quite go. halfway there, but we'll see. Give me give me a few seconds here. Um, hey, I do have a question for, for Jackpot, though. Um, so from what you've seen so far this year, would you revise your your 
preseason prediction, or is it pretty much on point from from what you where you thought you would be thus far? We're right on par with where I thought we would be record wise. Yeah. Right, but but for the rest of the season, from what you've seen, is it, is, is it are you still you still think you're on point for the rest of the season? Mm, yeah. Well, I mean, it depends on. Uh, Depends on the defense, to be honest with you. I mean, these guys that we're missing need to get healed up the next couple of weeks. We're lost two for the year, so um, everybody that's beat up, banged up, needs to get back to full strength for the Kentucky game. Yeah. Um, Rob, I mean, all I, the, the I, other teams in the SEC, they all are pretty much about – they're all pretty much about what I where I thought they would be at um, exactly. Uh, Vanderbilt, I knew Vanderbilt was going to be improved. Now yesterday didn't do a lot to uh, sway me one way or the other with that, but I knew they would be improved. Um, Kentucky, I predicted to finish seven and five. They still, I'm still not sold on them. Uh, that I. I didn't think they would beat Florida. I didn't predict that at the beginning of the season, but I didn't think I didn't think Florida. I thought Florida would be a little bit better than what they are right now. I didn't think they would be quite the wet fart on offense that they have been. But record-wise, they're probably about where I thought they would be too. I didn't know. I didn't think Missouri would be as bad as they are. Um, that's one that's kind of surprising. It's kind of surprising. Yeah. What else you got there, Pegan? Well, I'm not one of these Georgia fans that, just like you said, that's screaming about a, a, an off day versus um, Kent State, and and I don't, I think the biscuit's right. I'm not, I'm not pumping up Kent State. I mean, must be real. But um, I, I do think there, there are things I've seen that does concern me about Georgia. I know no one wants to hear that. I'm not sold on their running. I, I think this may be the worst running back room they've had actually in quite a while. Um, I'm not. Not sold on them. I also, I'm not sold on our receivers, and I just think at some point somebody's going to catch us and expose that. So we will see. But I, it was an off day, and I'm not real worried about it. Um, I don't, I don't want to come across as some, you know, some somebody with uh, rich people's problems here. Obviously, no one wants to hear that. But um, we'll 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 see how it plays out. I do hope Clemson makes the uh, makes the playoffs. I just I just would like to see Clemson. Get absolutely embarrassed once again on a on a big time stage, which I had no doubt would happen. Uh, should they we'll, should they we'll play see. anyone from the SEC? We'll see. All right, guys, enjoy the show. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Have a good night. Thanks. All right. Uh, um, by the way, who was uh, someone said that Mizzou is going to beat South Carolina, Jack? That's Kentucky Durbin. Um, you know, because he's always chiming in here with uh, wisdom. Yeah. Oh, oh God! You can't make this up. I, I've got to. I've got to uh, comment on his comment. He says, based on Mizzou is actually progressing, and USC Junior is flat. Van getting one touch shows not working. They're progressing. They shit the fucking bed yesterday. They had. They had. 10 million opportunities to win the game against Auburn yesterday. And they fucking lost it. They shot themselves in the foot. Their coaching staff is horrendous. Their quarterback play is horrendous. 
You're retarded. <laughs> caller, welcome to the program, caller. Yeah, well, first of all, let me apologize for calling in a second time. I, I don't normally do this, but I had a really important question that I forgot to ask the uh, first sure. time because I couldn't stop laughing at the Tennessee fans. But I'd like to get you guys' opinion on this. Um, how long do y'all think it's going to take the SEC West to start pulling its own weight? Um, you know, the SEC East is really carrying the SEC. Um, and it's 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 sad to see. I mean, I'm an SEC homer, and I'm, I'm just getting tired of making excuses this year about the SEC West. I mean, I'm looking in the top ten. I see one team in there. Um, from the West, which I guess is decent, but, um, you know, the East has three teams there in the top 10, just clearly the better division. I mean, people talk about how good the SEC is and I agree, but it's really just the East. Um, how long do y'all think it's going to take the West to catch back up? Well, October the 8th, LSU plays Tennessee and I think they win that game. So maybe that'll, maybe that'll balance the scale a little bit. You think so? Maybe. Uh, you know, and, it's and, and what about you, Mr. Jackpot? What's up? What, the, when yeah, do you how think long the, do you think it's how long is the SEC East going to have to carry the SEC? I mean, is when is the West going to start pulling their own weight? I, I have no clue. That's a that's a good question. It looks like everybody's just uh kind of beating up on everybody else right now. Um, when is LSU getting back into the mix? Ole Miss is down. Texas A&M is down. Arkansas, I don't want to talk about them. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and one last thing. Um, Dan Mullen to South Carolina is really picking up steam. Um, any thoughts on that? I mean, some you know, the third time could be the charm there with the ex-Florida coaches. Yeah, I mean, it's got to work out at some point if we keep trying it. Eventually, it will work. But they're not going to hire him to coach football. They're going to hire him to, I don't know, ha have his wife there for uh, player growth or something. I mean, they're not going to bring another Florida coach in there. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Herbert, okay. Uh, Herbert, 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 Herbert. Here, let, let me comment right here real quick. Herbert Bradford's the uh, he's the ultimate uh, flip-flopper in the comment section. One, one minute he says something nice, the next night he says, you might not be afraid of Uncle Lou, but you sure was extremely respectful to him. You shit on everyone else. How's that true? Who have I shit on this evening? Yeah, exactly. Lou, uh, could you comment on this one? The Kentucky fan tells us that Missouri is actually progressing and the Gamecocks are flat. I'm not arguing the fact the Gamecocks are flat. Where would this gentleman be able to deduce that Mizzou is progressing? Uh, Ju Justin, I rip Peg and Megan every time he calls. I, we we slink shit at each other all the time. So, whatever. 803-470-2905. Final, uh, final couple minutes here for calls. Updated standings in the Callaway's Pick'em Challenge are on robinkale.com, robinkaleshow.com, also uh, posted on our Facebook page. So there you go. You can go and uh, check that out. 803-470-2905, 803-470-2905. Um, yeah, if you want to join the program this evening. Uh, games for next week. 
Justin says, Peg and Megan is in rehab. Well, I hope that it works out well for him. Don't, don't, uh, <laughs> the rehab. Whatever. What's he in rehab for? I mean, I don't know. I gotta go to rehab. I gotta go to rehab. Welcome to the program. Good evening. Good evening. This is Texas A&M fan. Hello, Texas A&M Hello. fan. How are you? Hey, it's going all right. How you guys doing tonight? <clears throat> Good. What you got for the show? Hey, listen, uh, I, I was already kind of prepared for this, but the people in fucking Arkansas, not only do they not have any teeth, they don't have any fucking, uh, any kind of integrity, uh, anything or whatever. They're out here saying the wrong team was favored. Bullshit. They're out here saying the wrong team lost. Bullshit. They're, we fucking missed a field goal. They missed one. Okay, so what? So what? We beat them 10 out of 11 years. I'm tired of fucking Arkansas bringing up this bullshit. They're not in the same caliber as Texas A&M. They haven't been for the last 12 years, and they're not going to ever be. So let's get the fuck over Arkansas. They're not going to call it anymore because their season's Sir. fucking over. And this Sir. other motherfucking clown you got on here, this Uncle Lou Master or whoever this jack-off fuckhead is, he don't know jack fucking shit about football. He's talking about the SEC East. Kentucky and fucking Tennessee are in the top 10 only because there's nobody else to put fucking there. Do you really think Kentucky can beat A&M? Hell fucking no. We're starting to get better every week, and by the time the season's over, we'll be up there where we're supposed to be. Hey man, we're already I... talking about a national championship next year. That's why I keep telling you fucking clowns. It takes a minute to get to where we're going. Sir, sir, maybe you should have been better oh, than that state beat that ass. Maybe you should have been better then. Okay, you're you're right. We made a we made a mistake by putting the wrong motherfucker at quarterback, or we would have beat that. It's not like App State just fucking dog. I mean, we had our chance. They beat us. It was a good game. So what? It's one fucking game. Uh, okay. So so you know that that was a uh, you know I mean those things happen or whatever. But you know, like I said, as we progress and as we get further, further down the road, we're gonna find out with this talent we got in here as we develop them. And they get better, we'll win some fucking football games. I mean, we're three ones. I mean, you know, what the yeah. fuck? Chris wants to know. I mean, yeah, and you're, you'd be, uh, what, third in the Sun Belt. But Chris wants to know if you uh, can beat Tennessee. Easily. Tennessee, we beat Tennessee the last three times we played them. Why wouldn't we? Yeah, I mean, not, why? Not, I, see, people don't understand. Sir, why the fuck sir, did these teams come out of nowhere? Team. Yeah, they got a Heisman contender now, with all due respect. <laughs> yeah. Tennessee has no fucking defense. We have a uh, we're on the verge of having an elite defense. You can't win these fucking games with offense alone. So no, Tennessee well, we that, would be Tennessee like a fucking drum. We have well, we've been about three times. I, what would say we wouldn't beat them again? I completely agree with you because you've won three games with absolutely no offense. So you're absolutely right about that. You don't need offense. You've you've proven that at Texas A and M. Unless you're playing right. App State, you you can you're good to go. Yeah, well, like I said, that, that that was embarrassing. Maybe that actually did something to the psyche for these kids and made them realize if you don't work hard and you don't show up, App State, whoever can beat you and will beat you. And that's so. Hey, maybe that was a learning uh, experience for these fuckheads. So I wanted, I wanted to. I mean, they they throw money down there at Texas A and M like crazy. Maybe they can hire me as a marketing consultant because I think that the phrase for Texas A and M that they should plaster from one side of that stadium to the next is "Wait till next year." Go ahead. You can hit my Venmo. Well, help me out with that. I mean, I'm giving you free stuff here because it's the same shit well, every I mean, year at Texas A&M. I mean, there's a lot of people that are saying next year's, and not just me. I mean, not just the fan base, not ever. 
a lot of people are talking about next year's our year or whatever. I don't hear any other teams uh, are claiming that they're in the run for the championship next year. I mean, a lot of them are saying they are this year. And, and as far as Georgia, I mean, fucking who is goddamn Georgia? They, I mean, these motherfuckers over here think they're God. They can be beat just like anybody else. And they will be beat this year at some point. Some, maybe a couple losses. They're not unbeatable. And, you know, they do have the number one recruiting class for the last five years in a row. That helps their cause. That's what I am keep trying to tell you guys. We got the number one recruiting class last year, and after we get two or three, the recruiting is a direct correlation to your team to, to victories. Alabama's proven that. Georgia's proven that. Ohio State, Clemson, all these teams are proving that. So to not realize that the recruiting is the whole name of the game. If you, if you put mules out there, you're going to get shithead play. If you put elite players out there, you're going to win some games. And that's what it all boils down to is who gets the players. Okay, well, thank you for that. And you guys have been getting players, but you can't win the West. So there's that. Hey, appreciate well, the got- uh Did he I- just say if anymore. you put the mules out there, you're going to get the shithead play? Yeah. Can't take any more. <laughs> it's just, it's too much. Mike with the super chat Tennessee fans are insufferable. Poor man's Rudy. Uh, yeah. I, look, the whole, the whole thing with them is that. Uh, and Biscuit, by the way, with the comment, George is the defending national champion. That's who they are. Texas A&M's national championship was what, in the 30s? I mean, do they uh, have enough? I don't, honestly don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. But Texas A&M fans are, are just great. They think that they're – because they, they went and got that big recruiting class, that that's going to help them this year. You know, at the beginning of the season, we don't know who your quarterback's going to be. And they're, Did they're, you um... – did you see the did you see the end of that game last night? Which one? The Texas AM Arkansas game. I did where the guy kicked the field goal and it hit the top of the I, I've never seen I've never seen one hit the upright like that. And also I, nobody can tell me, was that a kicker? I mean, was that a girl? I, I don't know. I, I, I swear they showed it over on the sideline after it missed. And uh, I'm telling you, I, it was a girl. I mean, everybody made a big deal about the Sarah Fuller thing. So, like, maybe it's not a girl because nobody's mentioned it. But I'm like, it sure looks like a girl to me. Uh, I have no clue. Is it <laughs> yeah. Somebody tell me because I'm really intrigued what did by you this. Just say? Holy shit. What? All right. So. What did you just say? You just called and said what? Yeah, I, I mean, you should, Jim, what, what, Chris Foster, good point. Now, if it was a girl, it would have been a talking point all week. Yeah, but it look. I mean, okay. Well, it really. Looked. All right. So, jackpot games for this week: Kentucky and Ole Piss, Clemson and NC State. Uh, super chat from Uncle Lou. That last caller is eight and four. Enjoy your crew cut and wooden gun, G.I. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, sir. That's Thank pretty you. good. Anyway, for the uh, games this week, we've got Kentucky and Ole Piss, Clemson and NC State, Wake and FSU, Alabama and Arkansas, Iowa State and Kansas, Texas A&M and Mississippi State, Michigan and Iowa, Georgia and Mizzou, why are we picking that one, Jackpot? That's a shit game, but all right. Oklahoma well, State I and mean, everybody's saying that Georgia's on upset alert. Who? 
Uh, that was in the chat earlier that Georgia is going to be on upset alert. Who? Who? Oh, I, I thought I thought it was I thought it was Kale in the Big L that said that. No. I haven't heard anybody else say that shit. No, I mean, I mean, I want to say this with with all seriousness. I like after that performance last week or yesterday against Kent State. I I would not want to be Mizzou on Saturday afternoon. I just I just wouldn't. They're going to get prison raped. Uh, will Kentucky expose themselves to Ole Miss? Uh, well, I don't, if, if Chris Rodriguez gets some more of that tequila, they might. We'll find out. Uh, Oklahoma State and Baylor, and the Kale Hall Special. Tell them what the Kale Hall Special is, Jackpot. Kale Hall Special this week. Uh, the Florida International Panthers are going on the road to Las Cruces to take on the New Mexico State Aggies. This is God damn it. God damn it. Florida International lost yesterday to Western Kentucky 73 to nothing. <laughs> is, is, Butch, is Butch Davis still the coach there? Do you know? Uh, hold on. I'll Google it. Uh, Florida International Coach. I'm Googling it right now. He was. Uh, National University Coach. Hmm. Let's see here. Hold on. So, no, the, the Florida International Coach is Mike McIntyre. It the head, was. He served as the head football coach at San Jose State. And the University of Colorado Boulder. He began his his career at Georgia in 1990 as a graduate assistant. Yeah. Oh, uh, McIntyre. Mike yeah, McIntyre. He used to be at Colorado, right? Yep, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, there you go with that. That was back when people actually feared Ralphie. Yeah, I mean, are they the worst Power Five team this year? Who? What? Colorado? I don't know. We'd have to look at that. Maybe we can talk about, about it. It's even Colorado, Northwestern. Um, well, Northwestern, Northwestern, Northwestern lost to Southern Illinois last week. So, I mean, I thought they would bounce back this week, but they followed that up with a loss to Miami of Ohio. Yeah, well, we'll see on that. But anyway, the Kale Hall Special, FIU, New Mexico State. Uh, Leonard says, what would a Tennessee-Wake Forest betting line be? I don't know what Las Vegas would have that at, but Wake Forest would compete with Tennessee. It wouldn't be where you guys would run all over them. Wouldn't be what, would the over, what would the over-under be in that game? Uh, that, there'd be a shit ton of points. Wake Forest could match you defensively, so... Yeah, it would be in. I think it would be in the high and the a high seventies, eighties, close to it. Yeah. So definitely. yeah, Biscuit says A and M is eight and four. Damn it, fuck all y'all. Y'all don't know. We have an army yeah. of pretend soldiers. Ed Sheefor, uh, who apparently is a Gator fan, says Tennessee would win by fourteen. Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, you're saying that today, right? Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, 89 points. Big Barney Ross does 80. Uh, Clemson, Tennessee betting line. I think Clemson would be a seven point favorite over Tennessee. So yep. there you go. I don't know. What the fuck do I know? 
All right, guys. Appreciate y'all. Uh, updated standings are on the website, robinkaleshow.com. Thanks to the callers. Thanks for the super chats. Jackpot, do you have anything else that you'd like to go over this evening? Uh, I don't. Uh, it's been a great show tonight. Um, yeah, I ended a little bit early. I got to hit the hay. A long day tomorrow, but uh, an early day. And then um, I guess, yeah, this Wednesday, we got a show this Wednesday, and I guess uh, next Sunday, I'll be doing the show from Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm actually right. flying. Actually flying there this year. Uh, the content from Jackpot is going to be good if he's going to have to fly. Oh, God, yeah. No doubt. All right, guys. Appreciate it. Uh, we'll talk to you guys later on. I didn't know you were flying.